The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their ortho-quick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint coming to you from the Lee Company Studio. That is 100% correct. Happy to have you guys with us here. Hope you will stick around for the duration of today's show. At least as long as you can. As we get, uh, get to be with you on 94.5 The Eagle. For the first hour of the show, so stick around down there, and we'll be here for two hours on WKOM 1017 FM. Again, folks, happy to have you with us, and big show today, but first, Mo, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Man, you know, it's it's been an okay day. I, it's been a busy day. Today mm-hmm. was a really busy day, but... It could be worse. I could be not busy. <laughs> Which sometimes is, you know, that's not what you want. So I'd much rather be busy. So let's uh, let's have a good show today. JP's frantically getting us ready and getting us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Actually, I got us on YouTube just now because I forgot to, JP. So don't feel bad. It wasn't just you. <laughs> We're up. I just forgot yep. that like we existed. That on middle video. step. Yep. <laughs> it is what it is. It happens sometimes. Oh, yes, we it we, does. we were we were knee deep in content production and content. Were? Yeah, still are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Multitasking uh, over this, here. This will be a progressive Wednesday show. It will, in fact, <laughs> no doubt. It will, in fact. Mm-hmm. And we are excited excited to bring it to you because we have a ton to get to. We have college football in the next segment. We're going to go through many of the reported things that should, you know, that, that we've heard, the rumors. And we'll tell you which of those rumors are most likely to happen or more likely to happen versus less likely to happen. That should be fun because these rumors are some. Most of them are are plausible in a some way, mm-hmm. but some are certainly more plausible than others. That's kind of where we're getting at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll also continue our high school football preview coverage uh, today. We will talk about the Loretta Mustangs. So, should be fun if you're listening in South Lawrence County at the state line. Or watching, 
Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've got the Braves, and it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Wild and Wacky Wednesday, where we bring you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world in the final segment of the day. So, we're going to get to it. We're going to get right into it because we need to get to our top stories. I have plenty of them, including this morning's post-19 affair down in Pelham in the Southeast Region Tournament. Yeah, got down 3 nothing early, got a couple of solo home runs from Skylar Trousdale and Slade Mosley, but couldn't get any closer and gave up um, gave up a home run of their own. And then a two-run bottom of the sixth kind of was their undoing and a 6-2 loss to Tallahassee post-13. So, tough morning for post-19, and they will hope for a better result tomorrow morning in an elimination matchup against either um, Retief Oil out of New Orleans or Troy post-70. That game is right about now, actually. Yeah, that one's being played currently, and if you are subscribed to NFHS Network, you can watch it. Yep. You just, but you have to search Pelham High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you search Pelham High School, you can get it. So you can actually watch it live if you are subscribed, like I said, to NFHS Network. Um, moving along, we got some coaching news. I think this is kind of, kind of big. I would say. <laughs> Um, Columbia State announced earlier today that Keen Barclay will take over the women's soccer coaching position that was vacated earlier this summer when Colton Bryant and the athletic program opted to part ways, basically. Um, Bryant had started that program from scratch, um... And Keen Barclay, who is a Spring Hill resident, um, is actually the director of the Clarksville Soccer Club. Try making that drive, Spring Hill to Clarksville, on a regular basis. I know at least one other person in town that that makes that drive. So maybe um, they can get a ride together. Maybe Mac Reagan can can give Keen. Well. Maybe he already knows. I don't know. But maybe those two can kind of swap some war stories on the best way to get from point A to point B. But now Coach Barclay adds getting out to Hampshire Pike into the mix as the new women's soccer coach over there. So previously an assistant at Northern Kentucky um, had been a head coach at a junior college over close to St. Louis. Um, again, both of so those. He's been were, at the, he's been at the the level of yeah that he's going to be recruiting. He's recruited at that level before. The only thing was it was on the men's side, both in both of when well, in all of his collegiate stops because he was also at University of the Ozarks at one time. But all of his collegiate experience has been with men. So uh, I don't know if there's any difference in terms of how you approach it or not, but it'll be different. So. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, good luck. Uh, former Columbia State soccer coach Colton Bryant has found a home. Coach Colton? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how we'll need to refer to him going forward. We should probably call him Coach Bryant yes. in the future. Everyone everyone on that campus should be referred to Coach, coach last and last name. name. Yeah, because um, Colton Bryant has joined the staff at 
Jackson State, and that's Jackson State in Mississippi University. Not, yeah, Jackson State University, not Jackson State Community College. So, so Coach Bryant and <laughs> Coach Sanders will be walking the same halls, I guess. <laughs> So. Yes, they will. Oh man! Uh congrats to him. Congrats to to, to Colton. Yeah, that's a that's a great great place for him. And you know, he's going to be successful wherever he goes. I got to feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um. I mean, he showed you in the time that he spent at Columbia State. He's a great recruiter. Yep. And and he also showed you he's a great coach. So I mean, he's not a one trick pony. And and like you said, he's going to be successful wherever he is. I mean, he's young. He's driven, uh, and he eats it, he sleeps it, you know, and that's what it takes. So, Especially looking, at that level. Uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what he does down there. Some high school news. Jordan Davis, uh, Columbia Central sophomore and basketball standout and soon-to-be football uh, standout. standout. <laughs> and if, if for nothing else, he stands above, if not out. <laughs> On the football field. Well, I mean, he's 6'2", and he can jump. Yeah. So, so. Uh, Jordan Davis was invited to the CP3 Rising Stars National Camp later this month, and as has uh, Columbia Academy sophomore Griffin Cooper. Yeah, we talked about Griffin's invitation a couple of weeks ago. Um, just learned earlier this week of Jordan's, and those are a couple of – Fantastic sophomores. I mean, they both had great freshman seasons with their respective programs and um, obviously looking forward to, to what they do with, with a year of summer development under their belts and that kind of thing. But, yeah, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see if Jordan gets to go. We I, I hadn't heard whether or not Griffin is going. Um, obviously, that, that weekend is also the weekend Week of Central's season opener against Marshall County. So, we'll have to see how that plays Perhaps out. he'll just have to be there on Saturday and Sunday. That camp being held in Greensboro, North Carolina. Different Greensboro. It's not Greensboro. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> not Alabama. Mm, no. It's Greensboro, North Carolina. No. Not Greenbow, Alabama. Yeah. And I think there's a little bit more going on in Greensboro than in Green Greenbow. Probably. Um, Jenai. And finally, for you folks down in Franklin County, the Board of Education will hold a press conference at 1 o'clock tomorrow to talk about their new football assistant coach. Yeah. Uh, and new AD. Yeah. News from, from Al Clark down at the Eagle, 94.5, sent a text earlier today. They will be um, glad he's feeling Better or at least well enough. To well send enough text. to send texts. Yeah, yeah. Um, they will be talking about the the hiring of, as we talked earlier this week, Franklin County graduate Tracy Hayworth um, being named to the the Rebels coaching staff, and also Kelly Kennedy, who we had on the show earlier, yeah, a few few weeks, few months back, following her hiring as softball coach after a previous stint at Grundy County, as as was Hayworth. She will also be taking over the duties of the athletics director at Franklin County as d- the legendary Don Roten 
will be stepping aside. Um, I think the plan is for him to continue to stick around and kind of help out as needed while Coach Kennedy kind of gets her feet wet. Yeah, gets a feel for what's going on in and around Manchester. So, so yeah. So that's taking place tomorrow at 1 o'clock. There you go. Those are your top stories of the day. We've got one more thing before we get out of this break or out of this into a break, and that is to give you the rundown. This is the rundown. As we said in baseball action earlier this morning, Tallahassee Post 13 defeated Post 19 6-2 in the opening round of the American Legion Southeast Region Tournament down at Pelham, Alabama. Um, in Major League Baseball from action from last night, Minnesota defeated Cincinnati 7-5. It was the Pirates defeating the Brewers 8-5 and 10. The Rockies defeated the Cubs 13-6. And Atlanta, playing in St. Louis, picked up a 6-1 victory over the host Cardinals. In Olympic action, on the baseball dominant was Team USA 3, Dominican Republic 1, sending them to the semifinals. And the women's hoops action, that was that's not the right score. I uh, have no idea how the women did last night. So, there you go. All right. Today's Um, schedule. Today's schedule. In baseball action tonight, the Braves and Cardinals play a nationally televised game on ESPN starting at 7 o'clock. That game will, um, I think it's actually a 7.15 start because pregame will start at 6 o'clock on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM-FM. Also, baseball tomorrow, 10 o'clock, Pelham. Post-19 elimination game against the loser of the current game going on between Retief Oil out of New Orleans and Troy Post-70. Look, you know as well as I do that they just start the broadcast whenever they want to, and first pitch just happens after that at some point. So the broadcast will start at 7 o'clock. When first pitch is, I couldn't tell you. Who knows? Whenever they decide. Yeah. There you go. That is your Wednesday rundown uh, on Southern Middle Tennessee. No, no, not not, oh, we got the Olympics. Yeah. We do have men's basketball tonight. <laughs> Team USA in Australia at 11-15, and that's basketball in baseball, Korea, and the United States. They play at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So there you have it. That is your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. When we come back, again, we're going to talk about those college football scenarios. What rumors may be true? What rumors are likely not true? We'll get to all that on the other side of the break. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint. We'll be right back right after this. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
covering the teams you care about. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, live from the Lee Company studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in. 25 minutes past the hour. Hour number one of our two-hour show. Lots of hours in there. Not confusing at all. Not at all. That's better, Mo, than uh, the third-hour sponsor, though. That's right. <laughs> our our third-hour. Yeah, I don't need any more scares like that. Uh, <laughs> hour three. Whoa, no. I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> right? He wasn't ready. Happy to have you guys along with us as we get ready to talk a little college football because, let's be honest, we're in the South. Specifically the Southeast, where football is king among all kings and to be honest with you this this particular segment is basically because of the southeastern part of the united states <laughs> love affair with college football and you know as someone who comes from the birmingham market in sports talk radio that's literally all they talk about 365 days of the year. I mean, you may get a little Major League Baseball, NBA, very little NFL, and then it's college football for like 80% of the show. So try not to do that here. <laughs> but you can't you can't not do it. You can't not talk about college football because, let's be honest, the storylines right now that we have gone through in the last three weeks – have been insane and fun to discuss. We've we've had a lot of fun discussing them on this show. Some of those rumors we will go through and talk about how likely are these to happen. This list was compiled by Brett McMurphy of Stadium of Stadium, which is interesting in its in in in, in of itself. Man, that was really tough to say. Uh, this one here is probably pretty likely, but I'll get your thoughts. Kansas heading to the Big Ten, imminent. I don't know if it's imminent, but Kansas going to the Big Ten is pretty likely to happen. I think it's definitely uh, it's it's a solid possibility. The fact that it hasn't necessarily seen a lot of light to this point that, you know, nobody from the Houston Chronicle has broken it or anything like that. I don't think that means... Zornemann's uh, not working on Kansas, huh? Or maybe he is and just, you know, it just took him six months to get there like it did that. But no, I just... um, The fact that it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it's not going to happen, I don't think. I agree. Now, let me ask you this. Mm Hmm? Could the Big 12 try to stick it out until Texas and Oklahoma do leave? Because in the event they do, each team's getting $20 million. $20 million. And I mean, I think that's the discussion. That <laughs> That's what has to be discussed Like you can those, do it. on those campuses. Can you? Because what's going to be going on during the interim, I mean, are other conferences going to be, you know, reconstituting themselves and, 
you know, while you're trying to hang on for that $20 million, what are you missing out on? That is the problem, is what is – you don't want to be left in the dust. No. You don't want to be left without a dance partner. So, how do you decide, guys, we're going to stick this out. Maybe the key is the Pac-12 merger or partnership that they're currently talking about, right? Yeah, with the Big 12. Right. Yeah, a 20-team super conference, so to speak, if you take the 12 currently in the Pac-12 and the 8 left in the Big 12. But if you do it as a scheduling partnership, rather than making it one conference, you can still reap the $20 million in exit fee money. You roll, you roll it into one yeah, television it, it, package. It's one of those must-be-present-to-win kind of deals. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Got to be there. That's that's to say if the Pac-12 presidents would allow that to happen. I don't know why you wouldn't. You would think at this point things have shifted. Uh, the whole academic argument that, you know, in the past Texas was uh, was too highly academic for the Southeastern Conference they would have been more in, in line with the Pac-12. The Pac-12 has those perceived high academic institutions, and they are. And there are several, actually, in the Southeastern Conference, but it's just perceived as that football conference. So the question is, would the Pac-12 vote for that? I think for the television revenue that you're talking about. If you can make that, yes. I don't see how you couldn't at this point, right? Yeah. So I mean, because if you don't, what are you left with? Right. Scale of one to five, how likely is it that Kansas goes to the Big Ten within the next two years? Four. I say at least a four. I, I, I tend yeah. to agree with you. I, I think it's going to be – I don't think the Big 12 if, is if going not to a, exist. I mean, the only reason I'm not going five is on a scale of one to five, I, I never go one or five on anything. I just – yeah, so. I mean, I just feel like – it, it's probably more likely than not. Mm-hmm. So, you know the only the only saving grace the Big Twelve has is that if they stay together over the next two to three years, they will get the money owed to them from the exit fees of Texas and Oklahoma, which is twenty million each. Yeah. And, okay, so twenty million each. So that's forty million. No, 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 no. Twenty million each school. Each school would get twenty. Million. We'll get twenty million. It's eighty per. Okay, so it's 80 for Texas, 80, 80. for Oklahoma. 160 so 160. total. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there's eight schools remaining in the Big 12. Yep. <laughs> After two left. <laughs> assuming the Big 12 <laughs> stays. That is not yeah. their so strong suit, man. I'm just, they might yeah. just That's dish That's what out. Bob Bowlesby said. They said there would be no math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other than dividing up these exit fees. Well, I guess they could go back to the Big 8. It's not like it's not been there that before. Fifty years. You ago. just have to move the the two eyes to the other side of the X. You're good. Just flip the Roman numerals and, you, <laughs> and add not, one. That's not yeah. how this works. Uh-huh. No, you wouldn't add. Take the two minus X is eight. No, eight is V I I. Yeah. No, no, I understand that. <laughs> but <laughs> for the purposes of the, the purpose big eight. of the big eight, you could just, you flip, just flip it and it, it. would work. Oh, okay. Yeah, just. just just turn the whole Just logo turn, upside turn down. Turn it upside down. <laughs> I thought that was a personal foul. <laughs> upside down logos in the Big 12. Sorry. 
<laughs> not anymore. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They're so gonna look on that. Somebody at SEC Media Day said, <laughs> if, if, "If if if Drinkwitz, right? No, From I Missouri? think it was a player. Oh. No, no, Drinkwitz asked Sankey if it was going to be a personal foul. Some player said, <laughs> if 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 they're getting bothered about upside down horn, horns down, then they're going to have a tough time playing in the SEC. Yeah, that's the truth, no mm-hmm. doubt. Um. Number two, West Virginia and talks with the Atlantic Coast Conference. Okay, so, so, so you know when I said on a scale of one to five, I rarely use one or five? Mm-hmm. That's a one. You don't think West Virginia would go to the ACC? I don't think the ACC would take West Virginia. Okay. I I think you're probably accurate on that. Um, Why not? The question, the question I think is, the ACC considers themselves to be more of an academic conference than they consider – West Virginia to be as a school. There, there's no question. That, that goes back to Texas Oklahoma now. Texas, sure. they've got a new president since the last time that they were considering this. Academics is not as heavy of a priority when it comes to perception as it once was. The question for ACC, they're going to have to consider that if they're going to expand. Um, or, or if they are going to maintain because there's another – little something on this list by the way you have to stop contacting me in eight different ways because i can't find i know that it's it's from it's from smt and ah okay (laughs) yeah we mo and i have have four conversations going in four different uh forums (laughs) messaging apps yeah i do that with sarah because if she gets mad at me in one i can go to the other one and continue a conversation where not she's not mad at me (laughs) It's really feelings don't transfer over. So you yeah. think? Okay, I'm just saying it. You know, I can, I can. Oh, she's she, she's angry about this. Let's go talk about this over here in another app, and she won't see this one. So we're good. <laughs> gotcha. It's, it's genius. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I, I agree with you. I don't think West Virginia is going to the ACC unless, and we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that now because the uh, Florida State and Clemson supposedly contacted the SEC about joining the league. Hmm. Now, if that were to happen, then what? Uh, how likely is it Florida State and Clemson leave the ACC and give the SEC eighteen teams? I just, uh, if it's eighteen, it's got to be forty, right? Here's the thing. I think. Clemson and Florida State could join the SEC. I don't think the SEC would operate with 18 teams. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, if it's going to be 18, it's going to be 40. No. I, I Well, yes. I mean, that, that could be, but I don't think it's going to be 18. I think it's going to be 16. I think somebody leaves the SEC under that scenario I, and I to somebody. I think that's possible. I think I think you could absolutely see that happen. But and we've talked about this. We have because we. I, I said Kentucky would be a fantastic fit. In the and NCC. I had never thought about that, but I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> so and how I do think, you how I, do you approach that though? You ain't got to go. <laughs> although, <laughs> although, look what they just did by keeping this secret about Texas and Oklahoma from everybody, everybody for six months. Well, except Brent Zwerneman. <laughs> yeah. Who covers Texas A and M, by the way, yep. for TexasAgs dot com, yeah. or yeah. So tell me, <laughs> I, and now this is another option here because I've heard that the ACC and the SEC are considering just becoming the NFC slash AFC. 
Hmm. Their one conference just split in the way that it was, kind of. The SEC splitting? No, the SEC and the ACC. And the ACC. Being one merging. conference, but keeping some autonomy. Gotcha. Kind of a league with two sub-leagues. Like, like, like the NFL, where okay. you have the NFC versus AFC, okay. where you could potentially schedule one another, but it, you know. I think that's less likely. Yeah, I think that's way less likely just because I don't see enough parallels between those two conferences. Again, we're talking about West Virginia not being academically minded enough for the ACC. I don't think academics is much of a consideration at all for the SEC. No, but they'll take it. They'll take what they can get. But in, I, in I, don't, I just don't and, know that I don't know that Virginia and Wake and Duke and folks like that really mesh very well with Alabama and Auburn and Arkansas and whoever else. Alabama has more Rhodes Scholars than Duke. Just saying. I, I'm they, just I, I'm just saying. Like, uh, and that's that goes uh, to a point that you made earlier. Okay. Well, hang on. But yes. But, but, but before you continue on that tangent, is that Raw, more road scholars, or yes, is that in, per capita in in history? Okay, so that's a, and how many applicants have they had? Because I mean, what's Duke's enrollment? Nine thousand. I understand that, what you're yeah. saying. I'm okay. just I'm just saying, and you're right. But I do think that football success, athletic success, breeds academic success because you get a higher enrollment. Alabama's enrollment has almost doubled since Nick Saban took over. Actually, it has doubled. So, obviously, you're going to get better Smarter students kids. if you have, you know, because you can you can up those academic standards absolutely when you have this many people coming in. So, but again, what is Alabama's enrollment? I couldn't tell you. I, I would dare say Duke's is a third of it. Oh, I, I, no doubt, no doubt. So, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it's still you have to understand that. Athletic success breeds academic success, and therefore the SEC would likely, and the ACC would, you know, in, inhibit higher academic standards. Here's the thing. The SEC would do it if they could get more money with their TV contract. Period. That's, uh, that's the only reason they got Texas-Oklahoma. And they could because their basketball contract would go through the roof. I mean, and, let, and I guess the question would be would the ACC do it? If they can get more money, absolutely. Oh, and, and the ACC is and they would operating at about a third of the budget of the SEC TV-wise. Listen, if you're any team not in the SEC, you're hoping that they come calling to you. 100%. I mean, because it, that pie is about to just be, you know, be so large that they can have so many people join the bandwagon. And who the SEC can cherry-pick who they want. At, at this point, I, be, I firmly believe that. How long has the Oklahoma-Texas thing been in the works? Has it? Did Greg Sankey go into the ESPN meeting when they dropped CBS and say, hey, open the pocketbook we, we, we got because you. I, I, I promise you it's going to be, be worth, worth it. T- yeah. I think that could be a – you know – and if not, boy, that sucks for Greg Sankey because he signed a contract that he could have got, you know, double. 
because of Texas. I mean, in Oklahoma. So yeah, it's the pie is huge and that's what you're looking for. So anyway, Mm -hmm. I I think, I think you're right. It's either eight. If it's not 16, it's going to be 40 Mm. and it's going to be everybody from USC to Duke to Michigan to Miami. Everybody. It's got to be. It's got to be one or the other. Uh, Louisiana Tech and Lafayette, or UL, Louisiana. Yeah, the University of Louisiana. Don't call them. Lafayette. But if you, but if you don't, nobody that knows anything about <laughs> college football knows who you're talking about, right? But 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 yes, they, they, they get, get really red about it. Well, they, they let them. Yeah, uh, I'm just telling you, La Tech. They are the Rage Occasions, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll come up here and cook us some gumbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisiana Tech and Louisiana Hello. to the big t- to the Big Twelve to give them ten teams. That's another one. That's that's not happening. Zero chance yeah. that happens. Period. Zero. There's more chance. Not of, isolated. There, there's more chance of Louisiana Tech and Louisiana Lafayette joining. This this next SC. configuration <laughs> oh. you're getting ready to discuss. Just the AAC. Because yes. I finally found it. <laughs> yeah, and. You're right because the the teams that make the most sense for the Big Twelve are not teams you would think, but Cincinnati or Louisville giving West Virginia some help over there, and somebody like Memphis or Memphis, Houston, Tulsa, Houston, yeah, Tulsa, Southern Miss, bottom of the list, but yeah. Well, I mean. They're at the same. They're in the same level as La Tech in Louisiana. I think. Uh, I, I, no, no. I, I don't think anybody's going I think to CUSA. No, no but to, but but I I do think Houston, Memphis, Tulane, maybe being in New Orleans, it's a maybe pretty good sized market there. I, I I don't think the market matters. I, I think it's eyeballs. It's this, eyeballs for streaming purposes. I mean, how many people can you get to watch? And that's why you need Louisville slash Cincinnati. So you need Louisville to leave the ACC then is what you're saying. I think you'd have to. I think that would – or like I said, Cincinnati would be just fine. Mm-hmm. You could get Cincinnati, and that pairs well, you with West the Virginia. AAC, so right. that's, that's a what lot I'm, that's easier what I'm yeah. pool. You can get them to come over, no problem. Hey, come be in the Big 12, give West Virginia some help, and then go to Memphis or Houston. Hey, Louisville's not going to leave the – a, so, so have we decided? Now, have we decided that the Big Twelve is doing the pulling and not the AAC? I know the autonomy thing. I, I think that, the autonomy thing makes it too too risky for the AAC. Now, the AAC commissioner has come out and said, you know, we didn't conspire with the Big Twelve, so y'all quit talking about that, or we didn't we didn't conspire with ESPN, ESPN to, to kill right. the Big Twelve, so. Which means they probably conspired with ESPN to kill the kill Big the Twelve, <laughs> but I don't think that that's a possibility. I think the Big Twelve is going to end up either going west or pulling some AAC teams away. That's what I think is the most likely scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being the final piece to this, the AAC will raid the Big Twelve. So I don't think that's. I think that's a one two. Uh, I think it's a two. It, it's. I guess it's possible mm-hmm. because I don't think that the Pac-12 would necessarily take all eight teams. I think TCU would end up kind of in a 
a bad spot. Texas I, Tech. I think Texas I, Tech could end up in a bad spot. Uh, Baylor is not yeah. a huge draw, despite and, their basketball and you know re- how of the, recent. And you know how rate? bad the uh, the West Coasters probably hate the idea that a Baptist school would be. <laughs> so so Baylor and Tech and TCU probably the least likely of the eight to go west. So Oklahoma State fits. Oklahoma State fits. Um, I, I think. Tech fits more than the other two, but yeah. Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, I could see it. I mean, it's again, it would be a scheduling partnership so that the eight, the big eight could continue there to get their money, to continue their autonomy, et cetera. Wonder how that would affect the Rose Bowl. That would be fun. Could you see? Yeah, we've got we've got Oklahoma State and Nebraska playing in the Rose Bowl this year. Which you know the Rose Bowl. There were there were talks about the Big Ten and the Pac twelve joining together for really no other reason than to keep the Rose keep Bowl. the Rose Bowl <laughs> tied. I, I'd heard that. Yeah, I think that that's how important the Rose Bowl is to those two conferences. They're idiots. They're abs. If that's the most important thing to you, <laughs> which don't, granted, okay. Let's just say this. If if for nothing else, those two wanting to preserve the Rose Bowl is probably the most college football thing that's happening right now. Because the pageantry, the the tradition and that sort of thing that we love about college football, they're trying to preserve that. The right. SEC is trying to create NFL light. <laughs> And while I love the football that we're going to get, the pageantry is probably going to suffer in some ways. I tell you what I love is the non-football that we're going to get. I, I'm pumped about Think it. Think about that Oklahoma-Vanderbilt baseball series for right. just a second. Well, Oklahoma hasn't been great in baseball. Well, Texas Texas-Vanderbilt. Texas, has, Vanderbilt. Texas, mean, Texas I, has been better recently than Oklahoma, but, I mean, they've both had their moments. I, yes. No, uh, but but Texas was in the World Series this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and Texas-Vanderbilt, Texas, Texas-Mississippi Texas, State, uh, Tennessee-Texas in basketball, which includes Rick Barnes. Uh, the, the Rick Barnes Bowl, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be an absolute – Full Again, year as we talked, Alabama, Oklahoma softball. Please and thank you. <laughs> Please and thank you. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Texas, who was also in the College World Series the last two years, it's, it's going to be amazing. All right, we've got to no. take oh, – go ahead. I was going to say, might I suggest a format shift, move Loretta football to segment five and continue this conversation. Because you, you've got, got some other news. We've got a soundbite. We do. We do. Do that on the other side, continue the college conversation. Listen, we're going to keep talking college football. Do not go anywhere. Trust me on this. If you leave, you'll wish you had. You will wish you <laughs> Your friends will be like, did you hear what was said? No, on we, we changed. We left. Yep. Don't do that. Trust Don't be me. that guy. Other side of the break, more college football coming up. Uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. To the Lee Company Studio, we come back right after this. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game 
You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. talk show you've always wanted it's southern middle tennessee sports today from preps to pros live from the lee company studio with the hall of famer mo Patton. here's chris yow welcome back to southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid tennessee bone and joint eight minutes to the top of the hour we killed that last segment uh all the way up to way past our break so We'll get to more college football here, and we'll push Loretto football's preview to segment five. First, however, we got to tell you about our friends at Columbia Academy. This segment's brought to you by Columbia Academy. They're scheduling appointments for visits. You can find them online at cabulldogs.org. They have campuses in Columbia and in Spring Hill, so be sure and check them out again. That's cabulldogs.org. Columbia Academy. We told you on the other side of the break not to leave. A couple of weeks ago, I read the Oklahoma State President's letter that basically she said, hey, I thought we were cool. <laughs> uh, we weren't. What happened? Uh, and that's that's kind of what has been, an you know, a, a lot of folks have, have seen – Gentlemen's agreements dissipate over large amounts of money. Folks weren't gentlemen after all. They weren't. And that happens. Now, there's probably going to be some lawsuits involved. Of course. I don't think Texas A&M or anybody else or Oklahoma State is going to win said lawsuits. But it's still going to be argued in state legislatures. And recently in Texas, it was argued in the state legislature. And uh, to be honest with you, this may be the greatest line ever uttered inside a state house, even in Texas. And here's the thing. You got to be careful laughing at the punchline. Because there's an, a better punchline behind it, right behind it. But Senator uh, Lois Kolkhorst, Kolkhorst was talking to uh, Texas President Jay Hartzell. This is what she had to ask Mr. Hartzell. What's your athletic budget? It's over $200 million. It's probably 220 225 in that range. Where does that put you in the U.S.? Uh, depending on the, how you count, probably first. That's without a winning football team of late. 
it's in, in spite of our in spite of our football team. We've, we've been winning, just not like we like to win. Three and seven against the Horn Frogs. Um, <laughs> so um, maybe your fan base would rather lose to Alabama than TCU. So <laughs> maybe your fan base would rather lose to Alabama than TCU. Well, yeah. Hey, she deserves a oh. round of applause. Let's give her a hand. Mm-hmm. Lois was carrying a double barrel shot, man, <laughs> and she fired both shells. Uh, she, yeah, no doubt. And, but the fact is, yes, that's right. The fact of the matter is, I'd rather lose to Alabama than TC. Than TC, yes. Well, I mean, it it does carry a little bit more weight. I would say. I mean, you can say you lost to the or less weight. Depending on how you look at it, but yes, you can say you lost to the eventual national champions, or you and you can don't say, have to say that you lost to TCU. <laughs> that's that's the key. And there's more money. A, a school that a number of people in Texas feel like Texas should never lose to under any circumstance, and yet, regardless of where either program is, and yet three and seven <laughs> against the Horn Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Lois, we salute you. Wow. Uh, mm. this this debate is going to go on in Texas for a while. It's not going to matter. Texas is still going to leave. They're going to pay their eighty million because, again, they have the biggest brand in college football, bigger than anybody else, bigger than Alabama, bigger than Michigan, bigger than USC, bigger than anybody else. Well, Number I mean, one, who who else? Can you turn their logo upside down? I mean, that's true. And who else can bring you Matthew McConaughey? That's <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. That's that's the real key here because I'm sure he's coming going, soon to a stadium near mm-hmm. you, right? And and coming soon to the Grove with some wild turkey, I assume. There you go. Or Long Branch. Well, it's it's a wild turkey product, but yes. Matthew McConaughey, the only person on earth whose signature dons a wild turkey bottle other than Jimmy or Eddie Russell. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta think he's, he's pretty excited. I think so. I mean, after watching him at that LSU game, I bet he and Lane Kiffin would uh, have a good time down in uh, on the square in Oxford. Oh dear. I, I couldn't imagine. Literally could not imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine the parade uh, behind when, them. When do they start playing? 2022 or 2023? I know we've already discussed this, but when do they start playing? So we're heading into the 21 season. That's so right. 22. Probably 23. I, I think 23. It's going to be difficult to make this happen by next, next year. year. Pods or divisions? That's the real kicker. I think divisions. I do, too. I, I think they will do divisions, too. I, I would prefer to see the pods. Why? Personally, I just something different. I think the divisions are what you're going to end up seeing yeah. because four pods makes it real difficult to get a champion. To get two teams into a championship game with four pods. So... You have to get a little more crafty with your yeah, rules. Exactly. Your tiebreakers yep. and, and your scheduling gets really crazy. Just do the divisions and be done with it. With the two divisions, then you have to go nine games, right? Oh, yeah. Nine league yeah. games? Oh, yeah. You have to go. So, 
All right. That's going to do it for hour number one. Sayonara to you in Franklin County on WZYX 94.5 The Eagle. Thank you for listening. If you want to hear the hour, the second hour of the, pod, of the show, you can listen to the podcast after the show. We will get it up. And uh, you can listen from sm-tnsports.com. Or you can go there now and watch the second hour on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter at sm Sports. We will return and talk Braves baseball on the top of the hour. Again, this is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back to the Lee Company studio right after this. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast brought to you by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. If you'd like to hear us live each and every weekday, tune in from 4 to 6 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia. Also visit www.sm-tnsports.com for the most comprehensive and timely coverage of high school sports in and around Southern Middle Tennessee.